How am I gonna make fun of Cincinnati this week? I guess they'll just have to come to me. That's what I think about Cincinnati. Nice. That's not the fucking song anymore, RJ. Now it's all happy and shit. Tuesday, July the 28th, 2020, and this is the 4th and Wrong Podcast. I'm your host, RJ, and joining me, as always, is Keith. Say hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. Hey, RJ, it's Tuesday. It's, a, it's Tuesday, actually. It's actual Tuesday. Actually Tuesday. Late episode. Yeah, so this will probably come out on Wednesday, because we'll see how fucking hard I push this Because it is already six. <laughs> it, is, it is already six. We've had, uh... Some technical and scheduling difficulties. Uh, I was dead on Sunday when we normally record. Uh, you can't record a podcast when you're dead. It, Found that out. Yeah, it doesn't work out too well. Mm-hmm. Negative. And I worked on Monday, so here we are. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. And then what? Ha- and then what happened today? Oh, yeah, and today we had a scare, because while I was getting everything set up around 3-ish or so, the fucking power went out. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, w- I was without power till pretty much right when you got home. Yep. Because it, it was looking like we're going to have to either record everything super late tonight, or uh, just do it tomorrow evening, so it would have been another full 24 hours late. Even later. Uh, yeah, so this podcast would have came out uh, Tuesday would have been on a Sunday at that rate instead of Sunday being on a Tuesday. Yeah, it's confusing, I know, but it makes sense to me, and that's all that matters. Hey, every Tuesday it's me, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the thing we do. Yeah, talking to the thing. And... I'm Mr. Toast, and joining me always, <laughs> Mr. What? Mr. Toast. I'm your, to- toast. I'm your toast. I'm your toast, RJ. <laughs> I'm your toast. Uh, but uh, there's news this week. Yeah, we're here to talk about football. <laughs> Go ahead and I gotta write the ship. We're getting weird. Um, there's actually news this week. Actu- so news actual. Yeah, there's not gonna be a slow spiral into depravity. Whatever the fuck was going on last week. I don't know. Like staring I mean, at my computer screen blankly until we figured out what to talk about. Listen, I don't think you should necessarily promise that either, though. Just like no, no, I'm not saying this is going to be good content, but there's it's okay. So it's like that weird sandwich you get at the deli, but you're not entirely sure the quality of the meat. No, at the deli. I always go to Jimmy John's and I always get a number six. So yeah, I'm, you go to the place you don't know for once, and it's full of no, I do, I, but, but I, but I don't. I find this story unrelatable. Uh, <laughs> look. All right, 
I'm an adventurous eater. And I like to try the weird delis with the meat. Okay, so... So Keith eats it actually ass reminds is what me he's of saying. Eat ass? Yeah, you said you were an adventurous eater. No, I mean, that's a mainstay in my diet by now. <laughs> that's not really adventurous. I want to get up in there like... <clears throat> three square meals. <laughs> yeah, I got to get some three square meals of that back fat. But there's this pho place down the road. Uh-huh. And, and uh, what are they? What are those Vietnamese sandwiches they're oh. made on? <laughs> I'm sorry, try that again. Uh, Vietnamese sandwiches. Nope. Close. <laughs> what? Vietnamese? Vietnamese. Okay, that yeah. was better. Okay. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. <laughs> Vietnamese sandwiches. Um... <laughs> I know, um, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Yeah, but they got them because it's it's a fudge joint. Bon me, bon me. That's the one. Yeah, uh, and Vietnamese Jenny po got, boy. Yeah, and Jenny got me one that's supposed to have a, a pork um, a pork belly in it. Uh huh. And so I was like, "Fuck yeah, I love pork belly because it's just better. It's thick, better bacon." Well, I open it up and it's just this. It's fucking chopped meat, pretty much, pressed into a patty that looks vaguely of pork belly. That's the kind of content we're providing here. We're promising you premium meats, and we're giving you we're giving you the scrap cut. It's a full sandwich, but it's kind of questionable the contents of the sandwich. But there are definitely That's, contents. But but there's definitely contents in that sandwich. That's the analogy that I'm trying to make right now. Is it sawdust? Uh... Ah, how much, you know, I mean, how much sawdust, you know, you can eat some of it before it's bad for you. Sure. Filler still makes you full, yeah. RJ. Filler makes you full. I've played Frostpunk. I know how this works. <laughs> yeah, that's our new tagline. The filler still makes you full. <laughs> but hopefully this week's not a bunch of filler because we got actually got shit to talk about. You want to go first this week? I mean, I've got basically my list here. I mean, we could just go down it and then whatever else you want to talk about, we can sprinkle in here and there. Knock it out. Let's do it. All right. Let's start with basically one of the earliest things we discussed today because uh, we actually discussed it a couple days ago, which is um, David Njoku potentially dropping hints about wanting to be traded to the Chargers or being traded to the Chargers. Yeah, that was uh, it was subtle, but we have a Twitter uh, if you guys are interested, it's uh, at underscore fourth and wrong because somebody already took fourth and wrong like an asshole. Yeah. Uh, but even though we have the website and all that fun stuff. But anyway. It's dot uh, com. Dot com, baby. So Chief Njoku posted on Twitter. He said, all charged up. All charged and up. And then that was it. And, of course, everybody and their mother is speculating on, like, you know, commenting and retweeting, like, oh, my God, he's going to the Chargers. Seems pretty obvious to me. Did we check his endorsements? Did he get a Duracell or, like, an Energizer deal and we're just fucking missing something? Yeah, I don't – yeah, I definitely didn't do that. So I'm – I never said I was an investigative journalist. I'm – this is about gotcha journalism, remember? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I was so good at it before. Just keep going with your ninjoku shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he posted, uh, 
And so everybody started freaking out on Twitter. Like, yeah, uh, oh shit, he's going to fucking blah, blah, blah. Uh, going to the Chargers. The He posted, after he said that he wanted to be traded, which we talked about before, he posted, like, a bunch of stuff on Twitter and various other things, like the love he has for Cleveland, but it's a business. And I always get that, and I always I hate to see good players go because, you know, I want to keep good players on the football team. Mm-hmm. But I also like to see those good players succeed in the league. I watch football as a whole. So, although not a huge fan of the move, uh, it makes sense. We signed a if he is actually going somewhere. We have Austin Hooper, who's a really good tight end. Najoku feels like he's going to be put in, you know, put on the back burner, relatively speaking. So he wants to go somewhere where they can use him. And the Chargers can use him. But you were also telling me today... But today, uh, somebody posted, somebody um, tweeted, uh, I hope David Njoku80 reports today. And then he said, he retweeted and said, I'm here, dog. So he's at camp. Like, he showed up. Yeah. He's there to work. So unless, if a trade doesn't, if a trade doesn't work out, I mean, so far we haven't heard any news. It could be, could still just be you know something like you said like he's fucking he's like hooking up with the energizer bunny or some shit but he's 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 at work right now so until we hear anything more you know i'll 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 post something on twitter and it'll go on the on uh, our various social medias and the websites if it does happen but i'm keeping an eye on that one because all charged up that's so vague but it's so like specific at the same time i sell a hundred thousand mile car batteries now yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and Tesla. Yeah. So that's what it was. Njoku got a Tesla endorsement. I would make the tweet all charged up if they gave me a Tesla. Hell yeah. I will tweet whatever the fuck Elon Musk wants. Uh, not, well, not anything. Because he's. Maybe don't kinda promise crazy. anything. Kind of kinda crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I love Elon Musk, but he's a nut. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not anything. Yeah, we're gonna colonize Mars. Oh, I mean that All I right. would that I would tweet. I don't give a fuck about that. Just some of the other stuff. Some of the other stuff. He's he's got uh questionable interests. <laughs> yeah. We'll just kinda leave it at that. <laughs> Alright, anything else on Ninjoku or are we moving forward? No, I'm I'm keeping an eye on it. I got his Twitter locked and loaded. I actually favorited it. Did you call did you call him a bitch to try and get him on the podcast? No, I should. Let me do that real quick. <laughs> I'm not going to do that real quick. <laughs> I was trying to forget I ever did that. Don't no, don't let me do that not, anymore. I'm <laughs> not going to let you forget about that. <laughs> that one's going to stick did, around for a while. Did we tick did we talk about that on the podcast? Uh I don't remember uh, if it made it in, but we talked about it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was drinking, but, uh, RJ let me call out Baker Mayfield and call him a bitch on Twitter to try to get him on the podcast. I thought it was a great idea. (laughs) Look, I woke up the next morning, didn't agree with you. So that tweet doesn't exist anymore. It's going to live in infamy in the audio recordings of these podcasts, but I don't, it's not on the Twitter. (laughs) It's a, it was a funny joke. Baker, if you're listening, I love you. You're not a bitch. Uh, I I thought it was pretty fucking funny. I, yeah. I thought it was funny too at the time, and then I literally I woke up, so I woke up and I was going through my notifications, and 
Um, so I went to Twitter because I get a bunch of fucking push notes from Twitter. And when it defaulted to the fourth and wrong account, I saw a post. And, like, my heart literally sunk. I was laying in bed just like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, delete, 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 delete. Very funny. <laughs> Don't let me drunk tweet, like my fucking like football players from the team i like okay <laughs> but i mean it makes for great content uh, it makes for good content uh i mean if i do it just remind me to delete it in the morning i guess <laughs> i mean it's the best thing to happen to the browns in god knows how long since they moved to baltimore boom ow why ow why are you bringing this shit up moving on uh, We've had this conversation. Ed Oliver. I don't have it anymore. It hurts. Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. Uh, his charges were dismissed. Uh, I don't... We, we briefly touched on this when we were talking about a bunch of people getting in trouble, I think, week one. Um, but he had a DWI, I believe, because he was drunk at the time. Yeah, a Dewey and a weapons charge. Yeah, and a gun possession charge. Mm -hmm. uh those charges have since been dismissed so we'll see if the bills opt to suspend him or you know if he even makes it to the season but he's kind of a rookie so one would expect he would think he's young enough and healthy enough and wants to play through his contract enough to just you know play yeah and we're already down uh, a defensive lineman but we'll talk about that later sure and even if the Bills don't do anything, we you still got to navigate the sea that is Roger Goodell. Because right. I can't remember, I can't remember how the new, the new um, collective bargaining bargaining agreement. I feel like they're a lot more lenient on stuff. Yeah, I I feel like a lot less power. Like Roger Goodell isn't the judge, jury, and executioner anymore. But that won't that doesn't mean the NFL won't investigate it. But so far, they seem disinterested in investigating it. So who knows? Maybe it'll just kind of go away. Um, I feel like they got bigger fish to fry at the moment. Yeah, there's a little bit. There's some more important things going on than, you know, Ed Oliver driving through Texas with a beer between his legs. I mean, he was towing a dune buggy. He was just in Texas hitting the dunes, having a few beers, uh, evidently unlawfully carrying a weapon while doing it. I mean, he was in Houston. Can you blame him? It's Texas. It's Texas, first of all. It's Houston, second yeah. of all. <laughs> you you carry a gun in Texas. You drink beer in Texas. You carry it, like, you carry at least a gun in Texas. Yeah. This these are like the rules of Texas, right? This is why I make fun of Cincinnati and not Texas. <laughs> Cuz you can't carry a gun in Cincinnati. Yeah. It's automatically you can't, can't carry a fucking W either, but you know. Oh shit. 2 and 12 suck it. They got Joe Burrow now, though. Yeah. Oh, do we want to jump to that? I mean, we're here now. I have uh, insert Cincy. I have Joe Burrow dash got paid insert Cincy joke. <laughs> It'll come to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, this was your comment to me earlier. Uh, I uh -huh. mean, he was the number one overall pick, but number one overall picks aren't paid like Matt Stafford was. Yeah, it's not the way it used to be. Uh, but his deal is fully guaranteed. Okay, but how much is his deal? Uh, $36 million. Over five? 
uh, over four over with four with a fifth, fifth year option. with a fifth year option. Yep, um, and it was a twenty three million dollars signing bonus, so he's getting oh jeez almost yeah he got two thirds of his salary as a bonus like plus the salary. <laughs> so, uh, um, Joe Burrow is now loaded. Yeah, that happened pretty quick. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking upfront money. But he should opt out. One overall pick. I would, dude. Seriously, <laughs> I would, like the Bengals just gave him a check for twenty three million dollars, like, nah. and he doesn't even have to. And he doesn't even have to play a snap if he doesn't want. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, be like, oh gee, thanks. And there's not a fucking thing that the team can do about it. I'm a high risk, Joe. You seem pretty healthy and like in relatively good condition. What are you at high risk of? Uh, I play for the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a high risk for death, uh, dismemberment. They don't have an indoor uh, facility. Yeah, we're in losing. Cincinnati. <laughs> we there's a team in the Rust Belt that doesn't know what the winter is, evidently. And I oh. play for it. Oh, they know. <laughs> they know. Yeah, it's like he's not opting out because of COVID. He's opting out because he doesn't want to fucking play for Cincinnati. I'm opting out because this shit is whack, yo. He went to LSU, and even he's smarter than that. Damn! That was harsh. Travis so, White went to LSU. Well, so did a lot of people, evidently. Great football school. Trey, Trey White's one of the best uh, hockey goalies you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, And the best receiver tandem in the league right now came from LSU, so whatever. If it's three people, well, would it still be a tandem? I don't know. Let's see what the definition... Tandem. Tandem means... uh, Is having two things arranged, one in front of the other. Okay, so it's two. Yes. The adverb is two or more horses harnessed one behind another. Wait, what do you mean? So if they were horses... Yeah. If they were horses instead of people, then it would be a tandem. Evidently. Oh, it's probably it's probably still a tandem because they're like two by two at that point. That's why I would Maybe. still consider them a, like they would be tandems of horses. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> this is the content you come here for: <laughs> uh, football and English lessons. Yeah. You well, you want to talk a little bit about Trey White since we mentioned him, and you watched an ungodly amount of film on him for some odd reason this morning yeah i look i I was in i was inspired okay i was inspired to know why he's so good so we're gonna get into some top 100 list stuff because we actually have a fair amount to talk about there because oh yeah i didn't write that down yeah had a decent amount of representation in the top 100 list from both teams uh trey white this is his first top 100 isn't it no i don't think so no well, even if it is, um, do you know what so Trey White's forty uh, something. He's actually pretty high. Yeah, forty-seven. Yeah, yeah. So what I decided to do is watch about forty-five-ish minutes of Trey White game game film. And uh, well, maybe he wasn't ranked last year. Yeah, I don't think he was ranked last year weird zero to 47 is pretty good oh 100 percent. i think 
I want to see where Stefan Gilmore ranks. He'll probably be in the top ten. Because he was Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Uh, he'll because he'll probably, there was, be, probably be in the top five. Yeah, but there was not a single quarterback cornerback in the league that played better than Trey White last year. Yeah. Except for Stefan Diggs. You mean except for Stefan Gilmore? Or Stefan Gilmore. So I don't know, I wouldn't call like forty seven disrespect because Travis White wasn't on the list last year. I mean, Trey Trey but, didn't let up a touchdown. Yeah, here's what I learned about Trey White. Uh he didn't give up a single touchdown the entire league or the entire season. He was substantially better at tracking and attacking the ball. And B and C three, the third thing, <laughs> uh Numero Trace. That yeah, that man uh plays fucking he plays the most like the most daredevil brand of cornerback that I've ever seen. So like he ain't that most fast cor- so he's got to get there. Yeah, so like most cornerbacks what they'll do is like like especially if they're playing off, they usually open up a little bit earlier so like if when the receiver breaks uh, especially if they're breaking inside or just breaking straight, like they're like a little like double move or something like that, they'll open up early towards the direction they think the receiver is going in order to keep up speed-wise because the receiver obviously knows which direction he's running. He doesn't have to guess mm-hmm. most of the time. So, but what Tredavious does is like he is totally square to the line of scrimmage until like that break, and then he just digs on it like he digs so fucking hard and like he may not be the fastest dude but he has quickness like he can close distance Mm -hmm. so fucking fast like his so like the way he sits on and digs into out routes was like it blew my fucking mind like i knew he was good but like watching how late he breaks on these balls and how square he is to the line of scrimmage like he doesn't open up his hits hips at all he does not shade towards the receiver at all he sits on that route he reads the route and as soon as the ball starts going he's gone yep and he just straight towards the ball or straight towards the receiver uh, and how late he like that's all that's all intelligence and like trusting his own ability like he's a smart dude he's reading he's reading routes that people I don't think enough people are giving him credit for yeah the way the way he's sitting and he stays square because corners don't play square anymore because they're afraid to get burned and he got trades yeah Trey does it because he can he can move his body laterally so much quicker than other corners like he could just turn on a dime he can op- flick them hips open and then he's stride for stride with the receiver Trey's um, Trey's really a great example I think of why people are like yeah 40 times are cool but you know most of the time you're not running 40 yards in a straight line yeah your battle your battle out wide is won by quickness and like like precision you know and then the last ten percent of the catch is effort. You know, if you're a cl- if you're a receiver, you run a clean route. If you if there's some deception in the route, you run a clean route, throw a head fake at him, and then the last ten percent is actually getting up and catching the ball. And corners, you know, it's it's you know staying, you know, staying in a position where you're not out of where you're you know it doesn't blow the coverage. You're not out of position for what that receiver is doing. But like whether or not you're playing on or like you're you're pressing, you're playing man, you're playing off. Uh, it's recognizing that route, uh, being anticipatory of the throw, and then ten percent finishing, getting on the ball and attacking the ball. 
what makes good corners good is their ability to execute that 90%. What makes good receivers good is to be able to execute that 90%. What makes great receivers and great corners is that 10%, that finish. And there's one thing that I saw, like as, as impressive as his technique was, as impressive as he was with, uh, you know, his with his ability to recognize the route, be able to sit on the route or dig into the route, be able to disrupt the play um, via his own positioning, because quarterbacks did not like to throw towards Trey White, by the way. No. No, they uh, they actively avoided at this point yeah. to a large yeah. degree. What, what made Trey great last season was when he, that 10%, when they did throw the ball at him, uh, he attacked the ball aggressive. Even if the ball was already in the receiver's hand, he's punching it out. Like he's It's that 10% effort yep. that makes good corners great. And he got that peanut punch. I, yeah, and I think the leap... It wasn't even that much of a leap because, you know, Trey White was already really good in 2018. Oh, I don't know. Listen to this is season two, episode three. Listen to season one, episode three for my fucking thoughts on Trey White. Apparently, yeah, yeah you were not hot. It was on like Trey White. It was like two. It was like two, two or three. Ago. Man, his his first couple of games, his rookie season, I was not having it. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the year, me and you had a had a the same general consensus. Trey White is a is a really good corner. Yeah, he's uh yeah top top three corner. Let's say. Yep. Yeah, and St- then last statistically year, maybe the best. Yeah, and then last year he put a stamp on that shit. He's like, I am one of the best corners in the league, and you can't argue about it anymore. Ten points lower than Stefan Gilmore in uh in Madden. Mm-hmm. That's some disrespect. Trey, Trey White's an 89. That is straight up disrespectful. Yeah, Trey White's a lot better. And I think I think as the Bills get more exposure, stuff like that's going to come around. Um, but Four until primetime then, games, baby. Yeah. Assuming and we have football, I, baby. Yeah, <laughs> this is, and we'll get to that. Uh, this is the year. Trey, Wright, Trey White can really put the stamp, like the fucking hard stamp on it. Like he's going to double stamp. Well, yeah. And, and we already picked up his fifth year option because, duh. Yes. That, why would you not like it, breaking up that secondary would be dumb yeah i mean we just played paid poyer we'll probably pay micah hyde again mm-hmm. you know yeah. but like i was really i was really impressed with uh trey white and kind of jealous because uh i want to see i want to see that same production out of my young corners we'll see i mean is ward not living up to his early no, Ward's his early call to fame uh, I feel like that kid Denzel, started with a real low floor or a real high floor. Yeah, Denzel Ward's fine. Uh, he has done nothing to. I'll put it to you this way: he has done nothing to make me feel like he was that we reached for him. Mm-hmm. He has played really good football. Would you Would you rather have Bradley Chubb at this point? I would rather have. I would almost, mm, man, I can't say that because like you're talking about two positions where that player specifically, like, like I, so Bradley Chubb would obviously like have played tandem with Miles Garrett and Miles Garrett has only had one full season (laughs) because of uh, injury and trying to murder a guy. Uh And Denzel Ward has never had a full season in Cleveland. Mm. So, so 
would uh, would I rather have them be? Would I rather have Bradley Chubb because maybe he'll stay on the field longer? Didn't Bradley Chubb have a season long injury? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Chubb played in 2018. He played the full season. In 2019, he got uh, ACL tear, I think. So we'll see how he bounces back from that. Yeah. Um. So. No, I think I'm okay with Denzel Ward. Miles Garrett can hold down that line. We got a decent, we got a decent offensive line. Um, I don't think we reach for Denzel Ward. I think he's doing, I think he's doing exactly what a, a second at the time a second year corner should be doing in the league. Um, you know, total total in his career, two seasons he's played 24 games and I, he's floating around five interceptions in 24 games, um, and 22 pass defenses. So, not bad. Do you rather have Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Oh, fuck. Um man, I can't I can't dog on Baker like that, but I mean, you did you did call him a bitch that one time. I d- I was drunk and I wouldn't have if I wasn't drunk. Uh I mean, would you rather have Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen? No. No, I would rather, a damn lie. I would rather have Josh Allen. You a damn lie. With with the pieces that we have, I would rather have Josh Allen. You a damn lie. I mean, it's definitely close. Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably take Lamar Jackson over Baker Mayfield if it's 2019 Baker all over again. If we get 2018 Baker back, I'll I'll stick with Baker. I like Baker. He's a good player. I I, um, I mean I won't lie and say that I wouldn't take like Mahomes over Josh Allen, considering God. we were literally sitting there and could have just drafted him. Yeah, any people would anybody would be stupid. Like if you if you say that you would like, rather have in, insert quarterback here over Pat Mahomes, you don't watch football. Yeah, like I mean, and the thing is, is Pat Mahomes has got seriously injured and then was back in what like four weeks because he's got funky knees or some shit. Like yeah, he's Lamar back, Lamar back has like four or five weeks and Lamar hasn't had that major injury yet. And I think well, I, I think he's one solid hit from being in real fucking trouble. Oh, that's yeah, that's the nature of any rushing. I mean, that same can be said about Josh Allen. Josh Allen runs a lot too. Josh Allen's a little bit bigger though. So is Cam Newton, and Cam Newton is getting paid a million dollars right now because he couldn't get because he yeah, couldn't stay healthy. Cam Newton's getting paid seven million dollars, but because he couldn't stay healthy. Well, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, and, we'll and everybody experiences different injuries. Hundred so. percent. Speaking of Josh Allen, though. Yeah, he made the top one hundred list. He made that top one hundred list. Because uh, turns out that guy can run. That, that, <laughs> ooh, that boy can run, run. Yeah. Uh, how many rushing touchdowns he had last season? Ten. S- not nine or ten, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking he had six yards. in his last eight games that he fully played. Uh-huh. So not week 17 because he got pulled. Mm-hmm. Now that, that completion percentage is still a little questionable. Yeah, but it went up like six points. But it got better. We, we saw improvement. Like six full um, points. Yeah, and a touchdown to interception ratio is like a whole other story compared to the season prior. Yeah. Yeah, like he actually threw touchdowns. Also, he's <laughs> he, also he's got like a one hundred and one passer rating in the fourth quarter. 
Yeah, he didn't. He led the league in most come and most most fourth quarter comebacks. He was yeah. He was tied for first. There were two other people who had five along with him. I can't remember who they oh, okay. were. But yeah, yes, it's probably like probably like Russell Wilson and people like that. I, th- I think you um, might be right. Yeah, but we had um the only my only critique with Josh Allen at this point. I think he deserves to be on the top one hundred. He's definitely one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks uh, that we've seen in the league in a while. Yeah, talk that good uh, shit about my team. Yeah, but <laughs> we got to wrangle that guy's arm in, uh, which seems like we're trending in the right direction, and he's got to stop fumbling the ball. He's Yeah, I mean, that hero... What? I don't think you will ever wring all of the hero ball out of Josh Allen, but mm-hmm. the, the more that we can kind of squeeze that type of mentality out yeah. of it and force a little bit more, hey, just make this... Just throw it away. Or, yeah. or literally, just take mm-hmm. the sack... Now, fortunately, he only lost, like, throw some hard numbers at you. Um, In 2018, he had 12. Throw those hard numbers at me. (laughs) He had 12 interceptions, uh, eight fumbles, but he only lost two of those fumbles. Um, In 2019, he had nine interceptions, 14 fumbles. He only lost four of those fumbles, but the turnover differential, there was only an improvement of one turnover because of those fumbles yeah versus what should have been an improvement of three or four turnovers we only had an improvement of one because although well less interceptions he fumbled a lot more but again you said he only gave up four of those well that's what i'm saying i'm taking those four. Oh, okay. so so let's say those four inter- those four fumbles lost were actually interceptions then he had how many fumbles lost thir- did he have his rookie year two so the turnover differential, he was uh, if if so if we just go pure turnovers, he had 14 turnovers his rookie year. He had 12 interceptions and two lost fumbles. His sophomore year, he had 13. So he literally improved by one turnover mm-hmm. because he fumbled the ball 14 times and lost four of those fumbles. Gotcha. So I mean, to be fair, one of those was against Dallas, and he picked it up and got a first down. So I don't think that should count. Well, it doesn't. That's not in the fumbled loss category. That's in the fumbled category, yeah, of which he still had fourteen. I don't think he should. I don't think that one should count. <laughs> yeah, that one shouldn't count. No, that I'll, shouldn't even be a fumble. He scored a touchdown. I think he did later. Well, no. I, well, yeah. In the Dallas game, we definitely put up hella points. Yeah, I didn't get to but, watch that game live. Eh. Eh. I got to watch. I got to watch a surprisingly large amount of football live last year because I worked a, a normal job for a while <laughs> uh normal I, jobs i was i was off on most sundays uh the but josh allen we saw improvement and the dude's a freak and he can throw a ball a fucking mile and i think he deserves to he's definitely a top 100 like yeah he's, he definitely deserved his spot on the list and then stefan diggs made the top 100 and then stefan diggs makes made the top 100 might have not been with the bills i mean i but, see a bills logo played. next to his name so he plays for the Bills now, <laughs> and that's all that matters. All of your stats are belong to us. Yep, dude, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what the Bills do next year, uh, just with the weapons that they have right now. I'm excited to see if anybody does anything next year. Look, we'll get to that. It's what we call foreshadowing. Ooh, I'm a spooky ghost. <laughs> spooky ghost. The 
yeah, but Stefan Diggs is really good. Nobody ever questions that Stefan Diggs is really good. Had an issue with some fumbles last year in Minnesota. Not a huge deal. He scored a million touchdowns and had a million yards receiving. So I'm a, I'm a little surprised to not see him on the list yet, so I'm sure Matt Milano's just, you know, waiting to hit that number one spot on the top one hundred list. Yeah, okay. Nobody even knows what a Matt Milano is. Uh, a lot of people do when they're calling the game because they're like, holy shit, look at this kid's stats. It's like it's like Kiko Alonso if he didn't headbutt people. <laughs> uh, he do do that. Uh, one thing that surprised me, uh, I mean, it's a peer list, so it doesn't surprise me that he made the list, but it surprised me how they presented him on the list. So Miles Garrett got into the top 100 again. He dropped uh, like a bajillion places because he didn't play the whole season. Um, and like all the stats are there. He also, was I bet the Steelers didn't vote for him. Probably not. Uh, there was definitely no Steelers players on his little video, but they he averaged you know he averaged almost a sack a game. He was on pace to break the single season sacking record, and then he tried to murder a guy. Where I was surprised was uh, the first opening bit of his NFL film was them the NFL actually showing Miles Garrett trying to murder a guy. Yeah. That's and a, I was like, "Why? Well, I, I don't. I didn't. That's a choice. I didn't think they'd ever. Yeah, I didn't think they'd ever bring that up again. <laughs> you know? That's a choice. Like, that's what happens when that shit's on prime time. Yeah. So uh, it's like you know, pretty much the whole video was like he would have broke records if he didn't try to murder a guy. And here's the video of him trying to murder a guy. And it's like, oh man, that I did not expect to see that footage again. Slam a jamma. Yeah. The. Mm, that was, like you said, that was certainly a choice, NFL. Uh, but I'm glad he's on the list. He definitely deserves it. But I don't know about... that. Was some, I'm glad they're being real about it. They're not trying to dilute it. Like, Miles Garrett did an egregious act that I find hilarious now. So if they keep showing it to me, I'm going to keep laughing because Mason Rudolph's a prick. I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the other two on our list so far, uh, Odell. the worst Nick Frost impression ever. <laughs> That's why I ignored it. So, uh, it seems like uh, the Odell's peers in the NFL agree with me when I say, yeah, it technically was a down year, but he still had good per-game output and was still a good receiver last year, one of the best in the league. Odell hits the list at number 59 which was a significant drop from last year. But Odell is just Odell doing Odell things. We Stephon don't got to talk about Diggs Odell. Stefan Diggs was 54. Well, Stefan Diggs also didn't play through a sports hernia. That we know o of. Odell was 23 last the year prior. Uh, Jarvis made it. Which, surprise, surprise. The What'd he come in at? Uh, 62 or 61. Like, literally just behind Odell. 61. Yeah. So he had his sixth 80-plus sixth reception season in a row, uh, six straight 100-plus target season in a row, his fifth straight fucking 900-yard season in a row. It's just consistency. Uh, that, and he's, that's just good football. That's just good football. And he still plays receiver like a running back. So I'm expecting at some point in Jarvis Landry's career for him to be dead and he just stops, or he just never, like, dies, so I don't know what he's made out of, but as long as he keeps doing what he's doing, I'm going to be happy. 
Mm-hmm. Fuck Jarvis Landry. So, no. You know what? It, it wouldn't be the fourth and wrong podcast without it. Yeah. Just put that the, out there. Yeah, just put it out. You got to put that energy out there. Just, just so we're clear. Ooh, can you call Jarvis Landry a bitch for me? You know what? I might. When's your birthday? Day after Christmas. You know that. All right. All right, I'll let me get enough whiskeys in me, and we'll see. We'll do it at ye oldie. Yeah, ye oldie. The, uh, the only other thing I want to talk about uh, with uh, the top 100 was, did you watch Mark Ingram's? I did not. I literally have seen Josh Allen's, and that's the only one I've seen. Yeah. Mark Ingram's was funny. Because... Big trust! Was, and that's exactly why it was funny. <laughs> Half of the video is dedicated up to the Big Trust movement. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a Here hard he guess. Here he is. Big Trust. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Mark Ingram. You need to settle down. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you had a 1,000-yard season and averaged five yards a carry. Big Trust. He's literally in the top 100 because he's Lamar Jackson's hype man. I mean, yeah. And I, I am mad at it. I like Mark Ingram. He's funny as shit. I hope he's more. I hope he's funny as shit next year. So I have something to laugh at. Big trust. Big trust. All right. It has to be a t-shirt. Now, do you want to move on to the AFC East? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So let's talk about something that is only technically tangentially now related to the AFC East, which is Jamal Adams was traded to the Seahawks. After saying, yeah. after saying Adam Gase, use a bitch, um, that's, you know, that's definitely a good way to get your ass sent out of town. Yeah, it was very back and forth for a while. Uh, I don't want to be traded, a bunch of people saying he doesn't want to be traded, and then literally calling Adam Gase a bitch. I mean, he didn't literally call him a bitch, but he's like, this guy can't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, in so many words. He's like, this dude's a fool, and the leadership here sucks, and get me out of here. I hate you guys. And um, It'd be better I, if he literally called him a bitch. It would have been better if he literally called him a bitch. But, and I wasn't as surprised as some of the people I talked to, because I think Jamal Adams is of a ridiculously good safety, but like, I don't, there's like, I don't think that's a hot take. Yeah, that's not a hot take at all. He's he's one of the best safeties in the league. But you wouldn't know that talking to fucking Jets fans, dog. Like they're well, convinced yeah. that they're they're convinced that they fucking fleeced Seattle with this trade. No, yeah, no. Because the trade was pretty substantial. They got you know, the got two first, two first round picks and a sa- and a person playing safety. Yeah, and a starting quality safety. So they they traded for his replacement and a and a bunch of draft picks, like two first round draft picks and a third round draft pick. And like the Jets fans are they're they're like, oh man, we fucking robbed Seattle, and it's like robbed robbed Seattle. It's like, yo, if Seattle goes winning Super Bowls with that team, your thirty mm-hmm. second overall pick is not that hot. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta. You gotta understand who's gonna be using those picks. I mean, dog. and Jamal Charles is already a guaranteed thing, or Jamal Jamal Adams. Sorry. Yeah, he's guaranteed. Like they they their first round pick this coming this coming draft is Jamal Adams. Yeah. And we already know and the Jamal next Adams and is the ridiculous. next year, and the next year. So we and we already know Jamal Adams is ridiculous. You gotta trust that front office 
the Jets front office to use those picks. I don't know, dog. I'm taking Jamal Adams. Yeah, I'm taking the under on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the, the under Jets, on them dude. using it right. Yeah, I'm t- like, it's Jamal Adams is ridiculous. He's one of the smartest safeties in the league. He hits like a freight train. Well, and it's like uh, it's like you already got it right. Why do you want more chances to get it right? Yeah, I short of like you should have the team should have been doing whatever they should have to keep make, Jamal Adams happy. Yeah, make that man happy. <laughs> keep yeah. his ass around. Right. You but don't instead, you don't get an Ed Reed or a Troy Polamalu every day. Right. Like and that's what this dude that's what this dude can be in the league. But like don't tell that to Jets fans cuz they'll think you're crazy. Yeah. But it's because he's he plays Greg. on the strong side. Yeah, Greg. You know who you are. You fucker. Uh he pl- it's it's because he plays on the strong side, you know. It's not he's not flashy. He's not in coverage every single time, but like the way that dude, like the way that he like reacts in the middle of plays and just instinctually ends up where he needs to be for like tackle for losses. Like he's not even supposed to be there. Like he's just he's just a baller. He just goes out there and he's like Troy Palomalu. They let him do whatever he wants because eight times out of ten he's right. Yep. And he and he murders people. Yep. I see the tape. Yeah, and that's what you want out of a strong side safety. And his coverage skills ain't bad. It's almost as good as Jordan Poyer. I'm I'm (laughs) fucking around. Almost. Almost. How good is Jordan Poyer? I mean, you put him with Micah Hyde and they're pretty fucking good together. Yeah, Jordan Poyer is a pretty good safety. I would definitely take Jordan Poirier over about 50% of the safeties in the league. Uh, I would take Jordan Poirier probably over 70% of the safeties mm-hmm. in the league. 70 or 80. Yeah, I mean, we had him for three fucking years. I think so I, th- what, I think Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier are both top 25 safeties in the league. Yeah, I'd say that. Top 20? He, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's certainly having a career re- renaissance. Arguably the best tandem in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? Wait, who's the other uh, safety in Seattle right now? Do we know? From what I can tell, uh, nobody important. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, so let's talk about one of the people it might impact. Um, is that enough to get Jadavian Clowney back? Like back in Seattle? Yeah, like back in Seattle. I don't know. I think okay, so I think as a as an overall defense, that would be certainly enough to pique his interest. But uh, you got to pay the man. But I would I would like to play on the same defense as Jamal Adams. And with Russell Wilson. And you know, with on the, the rest other of the, side. the yeah, the rest of the pieces that still exist in Seattle, like Seattle's got a good fucking football team, yeah. and and Jamal Adams is one of those, and they might get Josh Gordon back again. They they might get Josh Gordon back again, and they have fucking DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson and like all these pieces. If they could lock down the defensive line with somebody like Clowney, who's still a free agent, by the way, still, I'm gonna bring that up still every fucking agent. week. Uh, Patriots, fuck down. off. Patriots, please yeah. fuck off. Yeah, please, for the love of God, Patriots, fuck off. The Seattle has a really good football team, and Jamal Adams is one of those tra- you know, transcendent players that can really like put like put a team over. 
in a in an important position in the secondary. So I fucking I'm sure Javian Clowney is you know I'm sure his agents the agent and the organization have been in contact since that trade. So we'll see how that plays out. However, like we've already mentioned, uh, in the AFC East, the Patriots just freed up a fuck ton more cap space. Yep, because of that, they're COVID. Because mm-hmm. it turns out, players that choose to take the COVID stipend, or whatever. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, it it frees up it frees up cap room. <laughs> well, okay, so what it does is. It gives them a it gives them one hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, depending on if they're high risk or not. And it takes their contract and literally just rolls it forward a year. Um, yeah, it like it like furloughs them like a mortgage. Yeah. So, um, the big thing about that is, uh, so apparently they've got until August third to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. And once you opt out, you can't opt back in. Um, there's also a provision where if like later on um down the road someone were to contract it or like their family does or something uh, a player can choose to opt out at that point also mm-hmm. um but the big thing about it is that uh any guaranteed money will also roll forward like the full contract just picks up and moves and that's important because if somebody's got a big amount of guaranteed money this year uh guess guess what doesn't guess what doesn't affect the cap for this year (laughs) yeah you know and well not only does it not affect the cap but if the season's canceled they don't get that money Mm -hmm. so that's led to two conversation points one uh the patriots can fuck off uh because that frees up enough room to actually sign javian Clowney to a decent amount like a a very a very lucrative use it or um prove it or lose it deal like hey we'll sign you for one year we have, you know, 15 million. We'll give you 10 guaranteed. Have you met Cam you Newton? Know. Yeah, have you met Cam Newton? He was he was also our... a number 1 overall pick. Yeah. Also yeah, also the rest of that defense. Yeah. Well, uh, well. Except for like, you know, Deontay Hightower and Patrick. Right, but Chung. that brings up exactly. That brings up the second part of the conversation uh that that this brings up is a lot of that defense, a lot of big players on that defense including Dante Hightower which is not a small loss have already chosen to take the covid stipend. They're not playing next year yeah. and they can't renege. They can't come back. Yep. They're uh, yeah, they've chosen to be yep. out already. Yep. So although they are one of the teams that now have the money for the the Jadavian Clowney sweepstakes, uh is that an appealing place to play now? Your thoughts. I mean, I th- I think it's suffered some serious drawbacks but you know that's uh i also think that's a very system team and Mm -hmm. uh the patriots are also generally speaking a pretty healthy team Mm -hmm. um so you don't see a lot of their replacements so you know it really depends how well the backups know the system and at what positions they end up you know out of players Mm -hmm. yeah i think it definitely with those players with those players like, choosing not to play this year, because like one of the one of the Patriots players was like their fullback. I don't know how important the Patriots fullback is to their game plan. Yeah, and and Danny Vitale has definitely always been, or Vital, however you say his name, uh, he's always been like a blocking back. So uh-huh. 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we were gonna see, and now we're not. Yeah. Uh, I think I think all those players pulling out and having this free money now has definitely incentivized uh, the Patriots to look at a player like Clowney and be like, "Hey, we lost these studs, so now we need you." Right. Um, which puts the ball in Jadavian Clowney's court. It, I mean, like, it also grants Jadavian Clowney the opportunity, if nothing else, to play under one of the greatest defensive minds in football. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I fucking hate Bill Belichick, you know, like, <laughs> game recognize game. Right. Did you all see that Super Bowl last year? Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Uh, the, it's, uh, and I haven't seen any big reports from any other teams that are doing this. Like, like th- that have players that are declaring that they're going to take the stipend in mass. It's literally all come from the Patriots, as far as I've seen. Uh, I think there was one other team. I think like the Ravens have multiples. Baltimore's got two. Buffalo's got mm-hmm. one. Chicago's got one. Dallas has two. Denver has one. Green Bay has one. Houston has one. Kansas has. Kansas City has one. Minnesota's got one. New England has six. Yeah, so overall, like... Philly's, uh, Philly's got have, one, have, Seattle's got one, Tennessee's got one, Washington football six, team has one. They have six times more players. Than the average team, yeah. Than the average team. There are two teams uh, with two, everybody else has got one, mm-hmm. some teams have zero. Yep, and Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins, and uh, Alandon Roberts all left in free agency. Yep. So... I hope you like the McCordy twins. Yep, so you got Stefan Gilmore and the McCordy twins. I don't know what's going on with the rest of that defense. They could use a player like Clowney right now, but that puts Clowney in a position where it'd be like, if you need me so much, you're going to have to pay me. Yeah. Well, you know what? They got the money for it now because they freed up uh, $22 million with these people dumping out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So is Belichick going to stick to the Belichick guns and wait until the last minute and sign them on a minimum contract? And I think that was even before Patrick Chung. Like, I don't, knew, I don't even know where they're at at this point. Yeah, there's no telling. The... Well, I bet you over the cap news. Probably. You were gonna say, or are you uh, waiting I on think this it, now? Uh, 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 oh. uh, yeah, it's think annoying, it's isn't it? It's nip. <laughs> I think it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Patrick, and that's what we're gonna do. Patrick Chung. Uh, Five million dollars. Funny though, he has no guaranteed salary this year, so he's not doing it for the salary. Yeah, so maybe Patrick Chung is a. Uh... Who the fuck is Joe Thune? <laughs> Left guard has fourteen has almost fifteen million guaranteed this year for the Patriots. Oh, Joe Thune? Yeah. Yeah, he I Couldn't tell you he existed. Yeah, that's... um. I want to say that's his rookie contract, unless they gave him an extension. I mean, he's 100% guaranteed, so maybe that's his fifth-year option. Yeah, it might be his fifth year. Let me... Let's see. Oh, they tagged him. That's why. Ah, that'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, they tagged him in March. I wonder. So he get I, big money. I wonder. That's an interesting question. Does the tag, like, carry over? 
Mm, yeah, if they tag the player and, like, say Thuni decides to, to opt out, does that tag carry over to next season? Do they get to tag? I imagine. Do they get to renegotiate and tag somebody else? I mean, all those contracts are long overdue, or are long since done. If he opts out, what happens with that tag? Do they get two next year? <laughs> <laughs> they get two next, or they get to keep him and they like flip them an extra tag, like a compensatory pick. Or like, my, I mean, I guess my real question that I was trying to think of was, if he goes and plays this year because he's tagged and he's got all this mm-hmm. guaranteed money, but then the season gets canceled. Mm. Does yeah? Do they get that tag back? Yeah. Do they? Do they? Yeah. Or like, what know. the fuck happens at that point with his shit? Because he's like, he's a, he's an all or nothing basically. Yeah, like, like we we are certainly in unprecedented times when it comes to like I'm sure nobody has like a like. And he's the second highest cap number on the entire team. Yeah, if there's like a national emergency clause in these contracts, does this count? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think if I'm him, I sit out this year. Yeah, fuck it. Or Robert Kraft, we better we better have a handshake, uh, saying that you're gonna make sure I get this money one way or another. Right. You want me to keep Cam Newton alive? Yeah, tags are tags are expensive, and I would like to get that money, yeah. but you gonna pay me? And you gonna pay me? The it's that's weird, and it, like I said, it's weird that it's the Patriots. It's all Patriots players. Like yeah. other teams have the one or two, but like the Patriots, like six people, just like nah, we're we're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, well, apparently, apparently Dante Hightower's situation was like he's got a two-month-old kid. Also, yeah, he has a two-month-old kid, and like his, I think his mom's like a type two diabetic or something like that. Yeah. So, so. I think, I think he's one of like the high-risk dudes. Yeah. So makes sense. Um, there was also an opinion I heard earlier on opting out that was some players may just opt out to get the quick payday because they're probably not going to make the team anyways. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily going to work or not because at the very least we read earlier that undrafted rookie free agents um, cannot just walk off and right, so... take a pay- payday. So you'd have to at least have been signed to a contract. Yeah, so you have to be a veteran on a veteran contract. Also, how like that's kind of a dick move if you're like, oh, I signed a one year like minimum deal or whatever. Oh, I'm gonna take this because you know I would just want the 150 grand. Do you automatically like bloat the team with contracts so they just have to like cut you the following year instead? That's an interesting scenario. Like, because technically your contract would just roll over, or can they cut you mid season? And then do you count as dead money and stuff? Like, I I, I got that's, questions that's, as, that's, as to how all this shit works. Yeah, that's I was, I was about to say, like, that would also imply that I have any fucking idea how salary caps work in the NFL. Just, like, I have, a, I have a vague understanding of how it works. Just throwing science at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yep, that's pretty much it. Well, uh, you know, like I said earlier, this is a, a strange and unprecedented time in this era of the NFL. So I guess we'll just see how it all plays out. Yep. And that's how we'll handle it next time the world almost explodes. Uh, I think that's all I've got on COVID and stuff. Do you have anything else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Basketball's back on Thursday. Wait, this is wrong podcast. <laughs> Baseball might be going away. Basketball is coming back to replace it. Yeah. 
In the bubble. In the bubble. That can be conveniently penetrated by delivery drivers. <laughs> you said penetrated. <laughs> You're such a fucking child. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, All right, so I think... For some reason, I have the Washington football team written down, but I, and then I've got a dash underneath it, like I was going to say something about it. <laughs> uh, they're, the still, thing I... they're still just the Washington football team, and that's what they're going to be indefinitely? Hey, I think it's classy. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Um, I'm a soccer fan, and soccer has a rich history of just naming their team uh hey this is the soccer team like like uh fucking uh for instance and the mls has carried that tradition on some of their teams too like uh you know you got uh dc united you got fucking uh it's usually like city football club and that's it so uh I don't know. I kind of dig it. It's clean. None of the... After some reflection, none of the uh, other options that people have been like tossing around the internet, like like the red tails and crap like that, uh, I don't really like them. I kind of like... Once they were just like, hey, we're the Washington football team, it's like, you know what? I dig it. Simple. They get to keep all their history. They get to keep their colors. Just get rid of all the racist shit. And just be like, that's what everybody's been referring to them, referring to them as since like 2016. Anyways, was the Washington Football Team, <laughs> because nobody wanted to say you know Redskins on the air, right? So just roll with it. Also, I don't think they're getting rid of the colors. I think that's all staying the same. Yeah, all the colors and everything staying the same. They already got new logos. They already got like the temporary shit. Um, I'm if they decide to change the name to something that has a a like you know a mascot thing then cool but it 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 establishes a nice clean precedent in in the National Football League that yes you can just be the Washington or the whatever football team and it's not silly you know they still haven't changed their website though Oh, they have. Okay. So as of right now that I just looked, it is now WashingtonFootball.com. Hey, everybody. It's Tuesday, July the 28th, 2020, and their website's up to date. Yeah, and their website's changed to Washington Football Uh, and all the press photos that they had on the front. So the one, like, the one, like, picture of a player in a Washington uniform, conveniently, he's holding a football over the word Redskins. (laughs) Wow. So yeah, <laughs> that's you know what? if you're gonna do it. I don't know if any of that has anything to do with what you wanted to talk about Washington for, but yeah, I have no, I have no idea. I again, <laughs> I have the Washington football team, and that's yeah. as far as I got. Yeah, I mean, we we seem to take notes very similarly. Like my notes literally is uh, I have Joe Burrow hard stop, uh, top 100 list hard stop. So it's just like I just assume my brain's going to remember what I wanted to talk about. Right. I think Adrian Peterson should opt out because he's geriatric and they're a high-risk population. Is he... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is he still on a team? Yeah, he still plays for the Washington. Oh, okay. 
the Washington. Patrick Mahomes joins ownership group of Kansas City Royals. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he's got huh. he's got half a billion dollars. Why not? Yeah, it's true. That's true. I wonder how much. And what guess percentage... what? He'll be in Kansas City. That's true. And guess what? If he really wanted to, he could probably put himself on the team. <laughs> he could probably pitch. Yeah. Didn't Patrick Mahomes play baseball? I believe he was drafted. Yeah. Or maybe he wasn't drafted, but he could have been. Let's see. Yeah, he was selected by the Detroit Tigers in the 37th round. There you go. Because there's a lot of draft rounds in baseball. Yeah. Well, now he don't have to play because he owns that bitch. It's true. Good for him. It's like, what do you do? I play football. What else do you do? I own you. <laughs> uh, you can't say that. It's 2020, man. Uh, I own your contract. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, indentured servitude is so much better than slavery. Whatever. All right. Well, uh, then that's been the fourth and wrong podcast for this week. Again, it's July 28th, 2020. Uh, we're going to get this out as soon as possible, but I make no promises that it actually makes it out on Tuesday, but I'm going to try real hard. We'll see. Um, just per- just pretend it's Tuesday when you're listening to it. Yeah. Like just, just just like on Tuesdays, you pretend it's Tuesday when you're listening to it, mm-hmm. or you pretend that we recorded it on Tuesday. Whatever, because yeah. we totally recorded on Tuesday. Every Tuesday, because we've got Every that much Tuesday. free time. <sighs> yeah. Goodbye, Keith. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, uh, July the 30th, uh, 2020, and this is a fourth and wrong addendum. Um, kind of breaking in at the end here because we've got news and we also want you to know that this podcast was still being worked on um, before you heard it. So yeah, it is It is Thursday now, Thursday actual. Um, so uh, the Bills rookies have been sent home due to COVID. Uh, after apparently five people tested positive. Okay, so as far as uh, the bills go, apparently five means five people in the building. Because uh, it says that two players, including one rookie, tested positive for COVID-19 on Thursday. Oh, and apparently the Scottish Hammer uh, is on the COVID list, which Keith cares about. Uh, which kind of sparked me looking at my phone. Because he originally just sent me a message that said, no, and my response was, uh-oh, and I saw that I had more ESPN notifications, and that's when I saw the thing about the Bills. So that's just a quick little COVID update. Uh, football is officially over. Um, I don't know how we're going to keep this podcast going. We picked a great time to come back, um, but hopefully we will see you next time. Let's get that music going again.
was 23 last the year prior. Why are we bringing up Richard Pryor? <laughs> what? The... Uh, now you made me lose my train of thought. Why are we bringing up Terrell Pryor? Uh, he might be in the league again. Someday. Who knows? Uh... We expect to see a bounce back here from Odell. Wait, the World Health Organization's aware of whether or not he's going to come back? Oh, Jesus, shut up. <laughs> you're, just like, you're just like cramming jokes in there until one lands. Yes. You're not going to fucking land. I mean, listen. Get over if it. If I'm cramming them in there, at least I'm making an impact. Yeah. Fucking at least spit on them first, shit. It'll slide in. Hmm... Anybody else on your top 100 list? But I wasn't ready. Hmm. Um, 